The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, really nice to be with everyone tonight. Big welcome. Take a little time and do your best to connect with the community and have that felt sense of sitting with others who are interested as we do on these first Fridays of the month, full moon night. And here in Minnesota, a night with a lot of recent snow on the ground, so quite bright. It's just a wonderful thing to gather and to cultivate this practice, highly praised by the Buddha, many folks since that time, of keeping these divine abodes, these wholesome attitudes of loving kindness and compassion, appreciative joy and equanimity, keeping them in mind as if we only needed these four attitudes to navigate our day, our twists and turns of our lives. And that's such a beautiful image, just to imagine ourselves living the life we're living, but just relating always either with that basic friendliness, basic goodwill, or when we bump into our own or other suffering, that tender-hearted compassion, or when we bump into a lot of good happening, a lot of success, other people having a good go of it, then we have that natural appreciative joy or sympathetic joy or sometimes translated as gladness. And then when things are ambiguous or confusing, we have this radiant balance, like who knows what's going on, but the heart knows how to be present, knows how to be intimate, and knows how to be responsive. It's not thrown off by the ambiguity or the confusion. So that's why equanimity is also considered one of these attitudes of love, one of the divine abodes or the Pali phrases, the Brahma Viharas. And again, it's metta, that basic friendliness or goodness of the heart, and then compassion, so when that basic goodness runs into suffering, then it's expressed as compassion. When it runs into somebody's success or just beauty, then it's appreciative joy. When it runs into confusion or ambiguity or too much, then it's equanimity, that radiant balance. I uh, was reflecting about what to share tonight, and I'll put it in the chat. It's a chant I learned. I think Michelle McDonald Smith learned this. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, it's Michelle McDonald. Um, she's one of the longtime IMS teachers and uh, been the resident teacher on Oahu, one of the Hawaiian islands near Honolulu. Uh, they've had a center there, and they have some land on the big island, too. So they um, sort of have a local community on Hawaii, uh, in the state of Hawaii. Anyway, when Michelle was teaching one of the three-month retreats, she mentioned this chant she came up with when she was practicing uh, in Burma for a long retreat. And it's just these <clears throat> three phrases, and you can chant one of the phrases or move through all three but it's just this nice blending of wisdom and kindness, wisdom and love. And the first part, you know, may I be happy and peaceful, or may you, or may we be happy and peaceful. That's the metta, that's the basic goodness and friendliness, that generosity of the heart. And then the second part, and may we know things are just as they are, that's that uh, powerful wisdom piece which also has the flavor of equanimity. And it's this equanimity that's really the bridge between wisdom and love or wisdom and compassion. And it's nice to reimagine equanimity as a, a really bright and buoyant and radiant quality of our mind or heart. Not a kind of, oh, uh, you know, I'm not in control, so I guess I'll be equanimous with the conditions in my life or the conditions in the world. Sort of a grudging 
equanimity. You know, I'm I'm just a helpless individual, so I guess I'll surrender to my incapacity to make a difference and be, you know, and have equanimity. But equanimity is this very bright and nimble, and even you could, I like using the word radiant balance. So I don't have to act, but I'm not afraid to act. I don't have to engage, but I'm also not afraid to engage. I don't need to neurotically speak up, but I've also cultivated a non-fear speaking up. So it's like we meet, learning to meet. It's an, You can see why this is an expression of love. In the basic uh, felt sense of love is the heart that knows how to meet any moment, right? That's the sort of the defining characteristic of all the wholesome expressions of love is when we sense that capacity in our mind and heart, like this moment gets to be included too. And if it's a beautiful moment, then I include it with a lot of appreciative joy. And if there's a lot of suffering in the moment that I'm including, I meet it, I relate to it with a lot of compassion just a more neutral moment than maybe a lot of basic friendliness. But it's always this inclusiveness. And that's very similar to wisdom. Wisdom's not afraid to be intimate with experience. You could say you want to uncover a lot of wisdom. You know, as people have joked in our insight meditation community, you know, you want to see how deep your practice is? Go visit your parents, you know, or go into some you know, whatever it is for you, some sticky, complicated situation that brings up a lot of our ancient conditioning and unattended wounds and whatever, you know, go be an activist, for example. Try to make positive change and work on a committee <laughs> or whatever it might be. You know, these sort of things that end up having a lot of rubbing and scrubbing uh, just is part of the process, because then we get to practice this blending of wisdom and compassion or wisdom and love, which is the love piece is the ability to keep saying, yeah, you belong, this belongs, this person belongs, this reactive pattern that somebody has triggered in me, that belongs. So that's the love piece, like I know how to be close to you. And the wisdom piece is seeing how with that profound inclusivity where we're really saying, feeling, everything belongs, the love piece, is really seeing what that exposure is empty, meaning it's just what it is. We don't, it isn't the interpretation we project on our experience. So, for example, the feeling of loss, which is pretty common, whether it's a breakup or the loss of a friend or a parent or loss of a job, loss of financial security. So, obviously, those experiences of loss hurt. It's painful, can be at least very painful. So, love, you know, is, okay, I care about this heart that is feeling that pain of loss. And if our confidence and love is strong, you know, then I'm not afraid to be with you. I'm not afraid to include you. And I'm not afraid to meet this pain of loss with kindness. And then that it's that intimacy that allows wisdom to do its work, which is to see that that pain of loss is just that feeling, that experience being known here in the heart, in the mind, in the body, it's just that. But it's not my, you know, interpretation of the loss. It's not the story about me who doesn't have this person in my life anymore, who doesn't have this financial security. Or It's just that experience in the moment, that raw, uneasy, maybe anxious, maybe icy cold fear, whatever it is, it's just that experience moving in the body, heart, and mind in this moment. And that's what we mean by emptiness. It's really emptiness, you know, as a Buddhist term. It means that 
there's intimacy and the mind isn't neurotically needing to define it or add to it or explain to ourselves what's happening to me. It's more in the direct and immediate experiencing. And this is that dynamic of wisdom and love working together. So that's what we're going to practice now. And you might even want to use this phrase, especially if it's new to you. Just, I mean, it's nice to kind of have a phrase or a way of verbalizing your own intention to be relating to your experience with kindness. And it could be just a single word, like ease, as if we're saying something like ease with the conditions. Wishing myself easy, ease, wishing you ease with the conditions of your experience right now. And the phrase, you know, having a phrase to fall back on, like even the longer phrase, may I be happy and peaceful. And may I know that things are just as they are right now. And whether you use the pronoun, may I be happy or may you, if you're, if for whatever reason someone's coming to mind, then use maybe the you pronoun, may you be happy and peaceful. May you know that things are just as they are right now. Or you have that more broad and inclusive, may we be happy and peaceful. So just as an experiment, you might play. And when you don't need to be bringing a phrase to mind as a way of finding again your intention to love, which is really that arousing, you're arousing that natural capacity to be relating to the moment in that generous, kind way. And whatever works. But if you don't need a phrase or even a mental image, a memory, then just be aware of the generous attitude itself. Obviously, that's more subtle. And if it's too subtle, then generate a mental image and possibly generate a verbal phrase that you repeat silently in your mind so that you can rediscover, oh yeah, I, there is this intention in my heart to wish well for myself and others. However you might imagine that or verbalize that in your heart. So it's important to know that the use of a meditative phrase or the uh, mental image in loving-kindness practice, it's just a skillful means to use when it's helpful, to abandon when it's not needed. Like when the feeling, that upwelling of love is actually discernible in your own body and mind here and now, then let that be your meditation object. That sense of goodness, however, however you're experiencing it, and it touching your own heart, mind, and body, and expanding outward. And just as you have more confidence, maybe moments during the sit that we're going to do, it might even have that sense of boundlessness, like whatever you bring to mind, whoever you bring to mind, it feels like that goodness, that love is going there too. That there's nothing you can bring to mind that isn't being touched by your good wishes, your well-wishing. May you be peaceful and happy. And may you know that things are just as they are. That generosity, that good, unquestionably good, wholesome wish. So we have to you know, learn how to arouse it. It's kind of a confidence move. Yeah, this heart is capable of being good. We need to feel the generosity, that expansive quality of that attitude of kindness, of love. Notice when there's more momentum, the boundlessness of it. And then abide there. Like at some point, tease out the sense of you doing the loving-kindness, you having to be there in order for there to be loving-kindness. So it's more like you're learning to deeply trust, relax, abide, and see how it's, I don't know what the right word is, but self-replicating in some way or self-generating. It just keeps moving and touching everything. That's 
that's sort of the full blossoming of loving-kindness practice uh, of meditation. When we really can abide, and there isn't so much of a sense of a me radiating the metta. That sense of a self behind the practice can fall away. And it's, it's just kind of love-loving, you could say. Okay? So do what you need to do to sit comfortably. We'll be sitting for about 30 minutes or so. And even as you connect with your body, let it have that, see if it can have that simple flavor of kindness, just how you listen and adjust. Find that stable, relatively comfortable, upright sitting posture that works for your body. And maybe taking a couple of longer, deeper breaths in and out, take your time. And maybe you want to begin by relating to the body as a simple expression of nature. You know, this vehicle of our body, in a way, is just a gift from this world, made up of the elements of this world. Water, earth, fire, wind, as we say, the kind of traditional sense of the elements. May this body be happy and peaceful. And may it know that things are just as they are. And with confidence, remember this capacity here in our own heart to meet, to show up, to feel the body, with kindness and patience. Not afraid to include the body as it is. May this body be happy and peaceful. And may this body know that things are just as they are. And may this sensitive heart right here, right in the middle, just sense the heart right in the middle, the sensitive heart that feels everything, the knowing heart. May this heart be happy and peaceful. And may it always remember that things are as they are right now. We're meeting the body and the sensitive heart with kindness and deep wisdom that knows that things are just as they are, not more, not less. And may this community of practitioners here and all my dear ones, good friends, family, people I live with, neighbors, colleagues, may we all be happy and peaceful and may we never forget that things are just as they are, moment by moment. And you can rotate back to the body back to the sensitive, tender heart, back to a particular individual or being that you know, or groups of people, groups of creatures, all beings. So just be nimble in terms of what comes to mind in order to arouse or to 
with confidence feel this capacity of this heart to be truly good in this grounded actual sense, the heart that is generous with its love, with its goodness and wishes well. And you can get to know that generous or that upwelling feeling, that expansive feeling of goodness as it goes out to your own life, your own body, your own sensitive heart, as it goes out to others, and as it goes out in all directions, indiscriminate love, nobody excluded. And that's that movement into boundlessness. Nothing is left untouched. And then learning to abide. And these four aspects of the practice can be really helpful just to help keep the mind interested. There's the remembering, the arousing of loving kindness. There's noticing the generosity, that upwelling of the heart, that expansive upwelling. There's sensing the boundlessness, that nothing remains untouched. The love goes everywhere. Does it just favor those people I know well? It may start there, but it goes beyond. And that I can really abide, trust, let go of the sense of doing the loving kindness and just being love, love, loving. So let's take some silent time now practicing on our own, coming back to this phrase if you'd like to, may I be happy and peaceful and may I know that things are just as they are. Change the pronouns as you like Take responsibility for finding your way and eventually learning to trust and rest back in the love that just keeps on loving. So we'll continue in silence now.
So being really pragmatic, doing whatever you can to keep metta, loving-kindness, in mind. Not the idea of metta, but your own goodness, your own generosity of your heart, and actual friendliness of the heart, keeping it in mind, feeling its generous nature, its upwelling nature, its boundless capacity to be boundless, to be all-inclusive, and that you can actually rest or trust or abide. You don't have to do it.
And for those who are musically inclined, I'll just sing the phrase, because for some people, just, again, silently in your own mind, having that tune can really evoke the love. So if you're using the I pronoun, May I be happy and peaceful, and may I know things are just as they are. So again, there's no right or wrong way, but we need to find ways to arouse this capacity of love. So we feel it, sense it directly, and sense its generosity, its upwelling, and its capacity to be boundless, and to learn how to abide, to truly rest in the love, with the love.
So we're learning how to keep a beautiful, wholesome attitude in mind as our meditation object. And only using phrases or memories, mental images, to the degree that they're needed. Otherwise, keeping the mind simple and learning how to rest or trust this attitude of kindness. So it keeps itself going in a sense. This radiant, inclusive, generous, beautiful and kind way of being, way of relating, as if the heart itself and every cell of the body, every aspect of the mind, just reverberating with goodness and kindness and friendliness, tenderness, appreciation, all in this beautiful balance, stable balance. Not surprised, not thrown off by the whatever's coming and going in our experience. And going through the phrases a few times before we end, I'll say them out loud. Just let the feeling and the words reverberate. May we be happy and peaceful, and may we know things are just as they are. May we be happy and peaceful and may we know things are just as they are. And then silently in your own heart and mind,
So take a moment, stretch the body, reflect on how that was, what you learned about your own mind and about the practice of keeping loving kindness in mind. What worked, what helped, what didn't seem very helpful or useful. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.